podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Welcome to the club with LFC Day Troopers. Uh, we're in the bunker, back in the bunker tonight after Gal's fantastic Skype podcast last week. And uh, Gal has been kind enough to join us tonight. How are you doing, Gal? Great. Good? Great. Great. Real good. Yeah. Gar? Great. Great. <laughs> That's it. Great. Great. Robbie? Very good. Very good. Phil, on the decks? Ask me bollocks. <laughs> That's, his, That's his version of great. We're here to... Uh, have a bit of crack tonight about Scruffy Wins and how much Scruffy Wins are annoying everybody else and how VAR is annoying everyone else and we're loving it. Did you enjoy that Scruffy Win, Gav? I, not at the time. Not at the oh. time. I thought we started off all right. I've done two shows on this so it'll be hard to say I'm different but I thought we started off all right. I thought Crystal Palace were really good for about... 25 30 minutes in the first half. We came out second half, we get the goal. They score, we get one back nearly. St- we score again straight away. But afterwards, absolutely thrilled with it, you know, yeah. because I just looked at the whole game. And a lot of games we played this season, and I just feel like we're, we're not at 70%. We genuinely aren't at 70%, and we just keep winning games. And that's what's annoying people. I think if we were out there smashing teams every week, people would be just going, ah, oh, fuck them. But it's it's the way we're doing it and people know we're not playing at our best and we're still, you know, what, 12 wins from 13? Yeah. You know, 12 wins in a draw from 13. So that's what's annoying people yeah, the most. Nobody's so. ever started the season better. It's City done exactly the same yeah. two years ago. Yeah. But in all the years, in all the great Liverpool sides, in all the great United sides, yeah. the Chelsea side, yeah. Arsenal, mm. nobody's done this. And yeah, people are saying we don't deserve to there, you know, because of VAR, because of whatever else. We're getting decisions. There's certain holes you could probably... There's, there's, there's holes you could pick in our performances at times. And that's what people are hanging their hat on. But it's, look, it's a very... It, it, it's a very small thread they're hanging on to. You know? And if Liverpool go out in the next four, five, six league games and just demolish teams, whatever 
fans of opposition teams are hanging on to now. They won't have to hang on anymore because there'll be nothing there for them apart from VAR. Oh, I don't know. Gar, uh, Gar, Gar it's um, I don't know, it's been a fair mix of performances this season. We've had we've had slow games coming, up, especially coming off the back of the international breaks. You know, it being the last, yeah, you know, drop points, you nearly drop points against Palace, but it's not luck if you keep doing it. Well, Annie, if you look at most M sides in the Premiership, the the, the three breaks have have killed a lot of teams in yeah. regards to momentum. And in France, Leicester haven't had. Major issues, but that's Madison's in casinos, so he's all right. He doesn't go on <laughs> in international breaks. Um, you've got Vardy, who's retired from international football, so he's flying. Yeah, so you, they're not really affected that much in France. But to look to City, Liverpool, you know, they have been, a, you know, there were a fair few internationals in France playing mm. for England. Um, if you look at them sides in around there, Chelsea haven't been too bad, actually. A lot of young lads in France, so a lot of young lads, yeah. So if you look at Liverpool and City. There's been no intensity for me from either. City obviously started off really well. They got a couple of big wins, but there's no, no, no one you got started to go. Jesus, they're amazing. Yeah. Whereas last year and the year before last, you were going, oh, the Pep Guardiola, Pep Guardiola. But you're not, you're not this year. No, no. And if you look at Liverpool, you know we've we've conceded silly goals, just sl- sloppy at times. But in fairness. There's a lot of comments about that right hand side and, and goals going, but they're coming. There's just sloppy goals, like in fairness. Yeah. Okay. On goals conceded, actually, just brings a topic. Uh, Robbie, does it? Do we still have a good defence? Are we allowed to say we still have a good defence? People still refer to Liverpool having a great defence, yeah, but this year we conceded a lot of goals. We've well, conceded a lot of goals, but I think we're still toward best defensive record in the league. Yeah. So it's not, it's not. It's not that bad. If anything, it's probably Allison. I think we should drop him and. Bring back because <laughs> we haven't yeah. had a clean sheet since Alison came back. Yeah, uh, but no, seriously, no. Like we're toward toward best defensive league or uh, record in the league. Yeah. I, I think still think we have a, a good defense. Um, it's just one of those things you can't you can't be producing what you produced last year every year. You know what I mean? No. You're going to we're going to give goals away. Yeah, but um, once we once we keep winning, once we keep getting three points, I don't think it's a problem. You know? Yeah, no, I definitely think there's a change of uh, approach, Gav. There is a change of approach. There's a massive thing made about the higher line and we're relying on VAR. You know, we're, we're relying on VAR to not bail us out, but we're basically saying, look, if we if we have this spot on, we're fine. Mm. If we're a little bit off it, we'll still get away with it the majority of the time because, you know, you've seen armpits being offside, you've seen, yeah. you know, hands being offside. And stuff. We're just looking at the league table there and, you know, we've conceded 11 goals in 13 games, you know. And when... 11 goals in 13 games so what's that that'd be about 30, 30 goals-ish conceded yeah. over the course of a season and if we which would conceded us, about half that all season well yeah team. but then if you if you went on the way it is now we're looking at 90 goals scored you're look, and 33 conceded so you're probably looking at a goal difference of plus 55 yeah you know over a season plus 55 will do you no problem I, I can see and I'm on course for 170 points yeah yeah. Well, when you add in our bonus points and stuff like that, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll be 155, I think, is the max we can get. Yeah, but I know it's the Crystal Palace, Crystal Palace, Palace. <laughs> the Crystal Palace fans were looking for bonus points because uh, Zaha roasted Trent all game. Apparently, we yeah, he's been he's way. been awarded two extra international caps because of that. Oh, really? Puts him, puts him a bit yeah. closer to um, testimonial. Yeah, you know, it's all built into our contracts now. Yeah. You know, like he'd get he'd get probably four or five bonus points because it's Trent. But if he was playing, say, Norwich, he'd probably get minus points even if he played well. It all depends yeah. on your opposition. That's the new system that's in now. 
But look, in all seasons, look, I know me and you are messing, but 11 goals after 13 games, eight of those, I think, played with our second goalkeeper. You know, yeah. there's a lot made of it. And this, again, Liverpool fans might be talking about this defence. Opposition fans m- most definitely will because it's something for them to cling on to. But when, when when all is said and done, we're top of the league. We've 37 points from 39. And I, I, I'd find it hard to find anybody out there to tell me Liverpool are playing at their full potential or even close to it. No, there's definitely, there's definitely um, extra gears to go up through. 100% Eh. Gar, the team selection. We feared all week Robertson probably wasn't going to play. We couldn't knew Salah yeah, wasn't going to play because Robertson okay, makes yeah, it. Here we stated on the pod last week that Robertson would start when Gav asked me my uh, analysis from a coaching point of view. He did say that. <laughs> um, I did yeah. say it would be that side that would start mm. and Salah would be out. And Ox would start as well. Well, he called it right. So Ox comes in for Salah. Ox starts on the left and Manny starts on the right. Story, yeah. Do you think that disrupted our performance in general? No, no, because it was a very, it was a very static performance anyway. In fairness, like it, the midfield went went. I have to say, I thought Henderson was very good. No, no, maybe they'll talk about, him, but he's very good in what he did. Um, again, covering that right hand side, but it was a very patchy performance from from a lot of players in the team. Yeah, you you wouldn't have said anyone really stood out at times. Yeah. Um, in relation to Ox, uh, I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I worry about him and when he, he plays in the in the front, up front yeah. in the front three. I, I think he's he's better off central. He's better off in the midfield. Um, I think it's a couple of times we've seen him now this season there. Yeah, I don't think he did much, much at all on on on, on Saturday. You know, um, I don't. I think maybe I don't know. He maybe he'll get a chance against Brighton now on on Saturday. Because yeah. uh, Firmino's gone, so uh, sorry for being gone. Sorry, gone. Sorry, sorry. So potentially, potentially one of the midfielders drops yeah. deeper, like Wijnaldum, yeah. and then you bring in the likes of Oxen. We're at home. Maybe yeah. a good and show. We're at home. Yeah, be a good yeah. show. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe Naby gets a chance. I don't know. Maybe one out of the two of them. Naby just doesn't seem to be getting the chances because he's uh, shy. People are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the thing with Kate is like, and I know Phil hates him, but. I think if you look at it, he went away on in international duty. He's been really nursed back into this side over the last couple of weeks. Rightly so. You know, absolutely, because we tried to rush him back probably one or two occasions and it just didn't work for Not us. Not just that, but we tried to rush him into the team initially. To, to get him going. Yeah. Yeah, but when he got injured, they were trying to get him back in and, you know, if the, they probably felt there was a lot of pressure on him, so get him in there, get him going and the more games we can get him. But this time it seemed to like if you were really nursing him in 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there, he does go away on international duty. He plays, I think he might play the full game. And he's back then. But they're clearly saying, right, you've, okay, you've played over there and you're back now, but we're still going to stick to our system here. We're going to stick to what we feel is the best for you. Yeah. And I've no problem. If Keita, if Keita goes through between now and Christmas and he's 15, 20, 15, 20, I've no problem with that. Absolutely no problem with it. On, on Oxley chamberlain he shouldn't play in the front three. He's not a front three player. And people go on, oh, look, he, he can play there because he played wing back for Arsenal. That's completely not that bullshit. Can I you jump know? in there? Because the fifth be, and no, no, seriously, I want to just jump in on that one, right? <coughs> the problem, I mentioned about four weeks ago, the last time I watched the football match, right, was that the, the big <laughs> issue you have when we do that is that we're making two changes to the front three instead yes. of one. Yes. So we've disrupted the whole flow of the front yeah. three. If you brought Ox in as a straight swap for Salah, I think you'd get probably more out of Ox in that front three yeah. than moving Mane across and then doing that because you're just you're just moving lads around all over the place. And well, I'm, a, I'm I'm a big supporter of if you're going to make a change, 
where you can put it in the place where you need to make the change as opposed to making a number of changes to accommodate a player into the team. I would personally prefer to see Ox being nurtured and brought through as this attacking sort of prong in the midfield mm. than fitting in the front three. But I think his hands... I absolutely agree. My, my only thing is, would Origi have been a better shout on that because you can you can put him straight into the front three if you're going to do it in that in, in the way that he did it? Or is at what stage, and I know they're talking about throwing him out on loan today, but like, Brewster did a lot in pre-season stuff. Do you put him in? Do you throw him into a match? Do you have to? Because there's got we've got so many games coming up, and is that the one that you throw? Like if you can't beat Palace, who are a Hodgson team, like fucking forget about it. Like, do you know what I, I, mean? I was I was surprised we didn't see Origi because he has looked to Origi. Like first game of the season, he looks to Origi. Manny's mm. on. Uh, Manny was still playing a week before the season started. I think, yeah. you know, um, with international stuff and that. I couldn't. I don't know why you didn't go for Rigi. Having said that, I'm probably, you know, contradicting myself a little bit. I do like a Rigi off the bench. I yeah. like his impact. But but I'd rather see a forward in there than a midfielder. And just going back to the, the Chamberlain thing and, you know, oh, he played out, he played here for Arsenal. He, he played a right wing back for Arsenal because Arsenal Wenger was losing the fucking plot. Yeah. Let's be yeah. honest about it. He wasn't any good there. Yeah. If he was any good there, he'd be playing right back for Liverpool. You know, and when you put, when you see him in midfield, like like, you know, Robbie says there he's worried about him up front. I still worry about him a little bit in midfield as well, just tactically. Mm. But having said that, he went out. He bought, look, he, was, he worked very hard, don't get me wrong. He worked hard if there was an intensity to his game. But Oxley chamberlain has shown in the good form he's had for Liverpool before that injury and a little bit since he's come back. When you get him in midfield and you get him turned on the ball and facing the opposition's goal centrally, yeah. where he has options if he needs to use them, but he can also go through and hit shots. It's, it's his best mm. position. Mm. And what, like Phil said... Don't change two positions at once. Yeah, well, you know? I, I have a different view on that. I think uh, the way Liverpool play, we don't play wingers. He's not really a wide. The fullbacks are supposed to offer the width. Mm. The game didn't go really as planned. We did get pe- pegged back. So what is he then? If things if things did go our way, I think Ox would have got into the middle more. He would have been on his right foot coming in. He could have been. He would have been able to do more damage on his right foot. Mane's played over the far side of the pitch loads. And he's, you know, him and Salah swapped around, and he's terrorized defenses from that from that area of the pitch. Bringing Ox into let's call it an unfamiliar role, that somewhere where he's had most success so far this season, and that's why he started really, isn't it? And, so he's, and he's had it. He's come off the back of two games, more or less, nearly playing in that position. Yeah, for England, he, he wasn't. Yeah. He, 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 in them two games, Gav, he yeah, took, he that, took up that position England. on the right. This yeah. is England, though. Well, it's not England, but, but we don't play the same. We don't play wingers. Uh, you know. played, and he just played no, it. Come in. It's not, it's not, that's like saying, you know, that'd be like Scouts if he was, that'd be like if he, he was saying <laughs> if he was, if he was Irish and he said, well, he played up front for Ireland. Well, look, I could play fucking up front for Ireland. Have you watched him? Yeah. yeah. Like, you're saying to me he's not a winger. What is he? You no, know, I'm oh, not no, saying no, no, what, no, sorry. We don't know, play wingers. We don't play wingers. So what is he? He's a wide forward. It's an even worse position for him. A wide forward. Not really, like, like our, well, like, you look, you at, look at our front three, they're, are, I mean, our whole team, they're far from conventional where they play. No, they're far from conventional, Andy, but what I'm saying to you is, if you look at that game at the weekend, if you leave Mane on the left and you put Firmino through the middle, right, you, two, 66% of your attacking formation is, is in situ and can walk away around it. And look, we'll get used to that guy on the right. But when you start switching them over, and then Firmino's having to walk off this side with Mane, and he's something unfamiliar on that side, you're just depleting your attacking ability, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, and like, if you're calling them a wide forward, I don't see Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain being on the end of that ball from Andy Robertson when Salah scores against City. Not in a million fucking years. 
No. You know what I'm saying? So it changes the whole dynamic of the way you're trying to play. Now, look, I'm not well, we, lashing we, yeah, we know, I suppose. I suppose no matter who you play, we know we have a front three that are so strong that they don't get rotated. It'd be very hard to have a like-for-like like swap in and swap out. I'm surprised out. you didn't go two up front. Put Manny then, well, and, and then, you, then you're making even bigger no, but changes. You, yeah, but you, yeah, but you put Manny and thing up front and you say, you yeah. still play each other up front all the time. We're just going to get you a bit close to each other and we have the lads behind just to yeah. help. I got, I, listen, I, I, just, I completely agree and understand the logic of playing him on the left. You play him on the right, then, you know, he, he's heavily right-footed. He gets sucked out to, on his right foot mm. and he does become that winger. At least by playing him on the left, allows him to come in uh, central and do the damage from the middle where he has done. The game just didn't really go away and as a result, Ox didn't have his strongest performance. Uh, I mean, and it was great that uh, Salah was nearly coming on he didn't have to. Mm. So we've had a, another game there where we haven't had to use one of our strongest players. It worked out well in the end. You bring him on for one game, you lose him for six if he does, you know, injure yeah. himself. Or Salah or plays Wednesday, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah he does. Yeah. Manny uh, had a chance, a good chance before he scored Really good chance. He tries to play it down the opposite side. He tries to put it near post. Yeah, post. yeah. And he would have had to bend. He would have had to bend the ball around the goalkeeper into that post. You already yell at like. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, mean. I think if he goes across the keeper, he probably has a better chance of scoring. Uh, Robbie, you, you, you thought he scored when he went through on goal, didn't you? Like the rest of us. I did, yeah, yeah. I mean, the way he's been playing the last few weeks, like the way he's been playing all season, you expect him to put it away, don't you? Yeah. But uh, wasn't to be, but he made up for it then a few minutes later, you know. He did, uh, and that was that was uh, that was the beginning of the scruffy narrative. Yeah, yeah, it was a nice scruffy goal. <laughs> scruffy yeah. Reds. The ball yeah. kind of scruffs across. He takes a scruffy touch. Yeah. The ball falls and he swings a scruffy left foot. I have to say, what, the keeper what makes what a scruffy. What I'm disappointed about in that goal, right, is the lack. Of fume over the handball by Manny to get the ball out under his feet. Everyone's been going on about the VAR decision. The one that is the, it's the one that he missed. If you look carefully at that, as the ball bounces up, it hits the shoulder plane in the armpit region, which yeah. is technically handball <laughs> because that's what was given against the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, yeah, under the armpit because that's that's where Firmino was offside. So yeah. therefore, it was on the arm region. So it should have been a free out to Crystal Palace. Yeah. Yep. This and is then, going to go great amongst there. Fans from what I know. I hope. I hope the City fans are listening on. because it just proved that the league is being bought and that Liverpool are being uh, paid to win it's the league. We'll move on to the tainted title. We'll move on to the title. We'll move on to the ridiculous conspiracies in a while. But it was but, uh, a handball, clear handball, clear, clear handball, and Robbie. The no, goalkeeper. Well, it wasn't a clear. The, the goalkeeper. It's not the goalkeeper. <laughs> 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 the goalkeeper. I was just looking at the highlights there. That's why I was so quiet for the first. But the goalkeeper can't do much about it because it, because it's a, such a scruffy kick into the ground. Yeah. As it bounces up, he's trying to react to the bounce up off the pitch. So it's not a clean save you can make. You're basically just throwing your hand to try throw throw it anywhere. It hits the inside of the post. The, it even gets scruffier. It hits the inside of the post, then bounces. Like, it's oh, my favourite type. It's the one that bounces across the line. And normally, in, under the Brendan Rodgers area, uh, area era after 13, 14, that bounces out for a throw-in for Crystal Palace. But this time, it does a spinny and goes back into the side net, and, and we all go mad. Yeah, the keeper gets a very strong hand on it, and he manages to put an unbelievable mm-hmm. amount of spin on it, mm-hmm. which in turn he, he puts comes his hand up pop. and he actually flicks his hand. I don't know. I don't know whether he's trying to. F- Flick it up in the air. I don't know what he's doing, but he's trying to spin it because uh, the the makers of those gloves are in cahoots 
with the Premier League. Premier League. Yeah. Spin gloves. Yeah. <laughs> and it was all planned. Craig Johnson makes those gloves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. The, the predator, predator gloves. That's what it is. Make Liverpool win the league. Yeah, gloves. like he ran out of money, so he went. I'll come yeah. up with something original and he just taught football. Like if they were a pair. And then he's seen a picture of Peter Shilton and he taught gloves. Yeah. So he just put loads of mad stuff on gloves and said, try them. Yeah. And keepers are like, it's mad. Like, because stuff I usually push against the post is like spinning out now. Yeah. Like, if they were a pair of uh, Mikasa, they'd spin the other oh, way. Yeah. I'm 100% yeah. 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 You know, but these are just predator <laughs> gloves now and like... In fairness, that poor cunt is the prototype. I won't, on I won't it. celebrate this <laughs> title because you know, of their gloves. He's been, he's been like the guinea pig on it and it hasn't worked out for him. Robbie, you, you might remember this. Do you remember the Mikasa gloves yeah. with, with the dimples on them, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, orange, weren't they? Orange yeah, with, the black, the, black yeah, with yeah. the black dimples, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, I found a cheap way back in the day because I was only a kid at that stage. <laughs> yeah. to, to, how'd you get the Mikasa gloves, right? So the best thing to do was if you went into Woody's, or I can't remember what it was, probably oh, Atlantic gloves. Atlantic There was a version. Of the exact the same version of the Macassa gloves, except they were white with green dimples, identical. It was it probably just said Atlantic on the back of them or something, yeah, right? Yeah. You went out, you had the exact same globe, but at the time they're only fifty pence. Yeah. And the Macassa were three ninety nine, so you're saving yeah. yourself a load of money. You could buy a load of them. Which tells you, look, oh, my uncle got me them in America. Yeah, 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 yeah. something like that. Lad, I, got them, I got them. I got them. The catalog. The catalog. It was shoot. You know the football catalog. Yeah. Sukan Sports. That was yeah. the name. <laughs> can't get them in well, Ireland, lads. I remember when I was uh, starting playing football, I used to love Ian Rush. Mm. And <laughs> my dad bought me Dunlop boots and says that Ian Rush wears Dunlop boots. <laughs> <laughs> That's a form of child abuse, isn't it? <laughs> Going out to the road in Dunlop boots. Legend. Yeah, I don't know. Was was did, did you score many goals? Have you done laps? No, you didn't. Your bollocks. You ended up as a left back. <laughs> <laughs> I walked my way back. <laughs> the very first game. I scored against Cherry Orchard. Very good. And I was that was as a striker. Were you wearing your Dunlop boots? And I moved me way back. I was playing on the left and then I played left full. What boots did Rushy wear? Nike. Nike. Not then. You were like Tala's version of Oxley. Days, they were all wrong. I'm not, not from Tala. Yeah, at the time. But it doesn't have. matter. You were playing no, up no, there. He only, moved, he only moved to Nike his. in the middle 90s. Green, that was at was the end of his career. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It wasn't Nike boots. Because Nike didn't start making football boots. Does anybody uh, does anybody remember? Oh, sorry, Andy, about throwing you off completely. But does anybody remember the Puma Diego Maradona ones? Oh, yeah. Puma Maradona. Yeah, Puma and King. The, That's the, where they get the name yeah, from. Yeah, no, there was a the, a, a lad up Airway, and like they were they were big money at the time. You know what I mean? Like these were, and one lad up the up the road got a pair, and he was a brilliant footballer. He really was, you know. But I remember me mate going up saying, "Do you see? He got the fucking Puma Maradona's, you know." And I remember they were black with the the Puma was orange, orange on them, yeah. and they had the big. T- Tongue and everything on them, and he was like, "He's a fucking prick." I was like, "Why?" Because he got the boots. He says, "No, look at the fuck, look at him." And yeah, he was at the taking, literally the tongue right out, like the tongue was standing up vertical on them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because it said Maradona on the tongue, my mate was going fucking spare like Ratcher. But uh, yeah, I always remember them ones. I always loved the Theodora ones though. Gary, what was your four four pair boots? Pumas. Pumas, ready? Yeah, Maradona's. Maradona's? Yeah. So you were the wanker up the road, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he lived around the corner at me. <laughs> what were yours, Robbie? Gola. Gola? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> was your dad mate yeah. for Andy's? Gola were more brothers. respectable than... Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Robbie's boots turned into a charity now. <laughs> 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 Moira will pa- come back. Moira Patrick. 
Yeah, they were nice. Yeah, Loudrup type. They were the ones that Jan Moby used to wear. That was the reason why. They brought a pair with spinning spinning round circle on it, didn't they? And then Moby tore his Achilles and they didn't make them for much longer. Craig Johnson got my helmet out then. Craig Johnson was on off and he that's good luck. That was a stupid Now he's making gloves. The game goes on and we're comfortable enough of a Palace score. And I have to say, I felt like puking. You missed You missed a big... Big uh, decision before that, though. We're going to move on to Barry. Right, okay, cool. He's <laughs> <Jesus>, Robbie. <laughs> Mark that, will you, for fuck's sake. Uh, I thought we were very good after the goal, Andy. I genuinely did. I, yeah. After the goal, I thought we were very good. I thought we looked like we were controlling it. I thought we could go and get two or three then. Um, we looked in control. We looked like we had them figured out. Now, they were huffing and puffing at times, and, you know, they, they do get the goal. But I thought we were really good. Most of the second half, but they do get that goal, and I think it's a brilliant walk goal. Yeah, I genuinely do. Like you know, people are pointing at Lovren because it's the fashionable thing to do. And all right, the one thing you could say is he could push. I think it's Benteke down the line, push him down the line. But Benteke manages to get across and get inside him, and he can't touch him. He doesn't want to touch him because I don't think he's quite in the box. If I remember rightly, but it's one of those where they'll have a really he good position. And he cuts back, doesn't he? Yeah, and he did have a really good position from a free kick, similar to the big decision they're going to go to in yeah. a few minutes. And then it gets to Towns and it's a lovely reverse ball. And then you're probably asking where Van Dyke is, where's Fabinho? You know, Robertson's left exposed. And Zaha lets a run across him and finishes it well. Beck, uh, Alison Becker's no chance. But even though they score, Andy, it's just something about this team. They just, they won't take no for an answer. Gary, are you confident that we're going to come back and score? Yeah, as Gav said, that, that they had a look at a 10 minute spell, didn't they? Where Palace were on top of it and coming out of Zaha was getting a load of freedom. Mm, yeah. But then after that, we just we took complete control. I don't know, the midfield just needed to set itself, get on the ball a bit, and t- keep possession a bit more, and then obviously bringing the, the front three into it a hell of a lot more. And which I, I felt, I actually thought we were going to get two more, to be honest with you. Yeah, I thought, I won nil, I thought we, we, we yeah. will go on to win this two or Jeez, three. I don't know, boys, I don't know how you feel like that. I just, I, I was oh, I think the couch. <laughs> with Davo. I was having a... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was I was at that stage where I was I was uh, reasoning with myself that look, it's not too bad. The point's not a bad. Point, Palace coming off the international break, we'll pick it up. We've a few decent games coming up. We'll be alright. That's the way I was feeling. City still at the play in the evening time. I was I was making peace with a draw, and of course at one nil, at one all. Oh, when they score, when okay. They score, and I'm thinking, and we're, we're thinking draw. You know, yeah. there's five minutes left in the game yeah. or seven minutes left in the game. Yeah. I'm feeling like I'm making peace with the draw. I'm just going, it's a difficult fixture. It's okay. Everything be all right. We're still going to be top of the league. Yeah, it's all um, good. You can do your Facebook update and you'll still be... I'll be all right. Yeah. I can still do all that. Robbie, are you confident like the lads who are going to go on? No, not at all. Um, the Villa game, when we went one all, yeah. I was fully confident we'd get another chance and we'd, yeah. we'd score. But... The way we were playing and the way... The way we were playing, exactly. You know, um, yeah. and the way Palace were playing. I thought Palace yeah. played very well at the, the match. I thought they'd close it out. They wouldn't, they wouldn't... I couldn't see us getting through, you know? Yeah. But, they look uh, dangerous. They look more dangerous than even when we played Spurs at home. I, I felt we were going to get the winner myself, so... Yeah, yeah. so but we did. Thank God we did, you know? There's always but, a chance in us, Andy. There, there's always a chance and... It, the goal reminded me of a goal we used to concede ourselves yeah. in the Rogers era 
pinball goals. Yeah. We never got pinball goal, yeah. pinball goals ourselves. We only yeah. ever. It reminded me of something you can see at home at Anfield. At yeah. the Anfield road in against Birmingham. Yeah, that's that sort of goal. You know where yeah. they don't get it. They don't actually get a decent shot on target. It hits somebody. We don't clear it. Just four of us on the line, and we're all lying on the ground. Yeah, and then some fella comes along and just puts it in the net, like and doesn't even hear it well. And that's the truth of it. No, but you, you know, know what the difference was? I thought Firmino was really composed. Yeah. That was his left foot. He gets, he gets a that was his left foot. He ballooned yeah. into. He put it into the only place in the goal that yeah. could go in with all them bodies. On force viewing, on force viewing, I thought he took a bit of a swing at it, and I did say so it in the podcast I, yeah, after on the force viewing. the podcast straight after the game. Um, I, I thought he took a swing at it, but then when you watch it back, he he's actually changes. Yeah, he actually, yeah. he actually does see where he needs to put it and puts it, it there because there's bodies everywhere. He smashes it into the side, uh, yeah. side of the net. Yeah, like, it's, it, there's bodies everywhere, and he picks the spot. And look, it doesn't matter if it had been blocked. Lovren was there, and he was going to bury it anyway. Do you was know what it? it reminded me of was the the Victor Moses chance at the three all in a Palace. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. That's a really good yeah. show. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah. Well, that prick well, this is so. the this is different. This is Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. Was it beautiful this. to see the the crossover between Martin Kelly and Jack Grealish? Do you know it's Jack uh, Martin Kelly's hair? No. Oh, he has it gone with Grealish now. Oh, has he? Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. What the yeah. fuck is a Jack Grealish? So that no, you'll slick see him. back thing. What? He looked beautiful. He looks like somehow <laughs> peaky. His hair was gorgeous. Is yeah. that another one of those fucking pro Evo regents? Look, yeah, Mounty, yeah, Mounty. See a man, see a man who scored yesterday for Sheffield United, Bony McBurney, Mounty, Mounty, Bony McBurney, Greenwoods, all these lads. <laughs> Jack Grealish. What, what the fuck is just, that? Just touching on that. I thought it was brilliant yesterday. Like if you, like if you were like Phil and just took no notice of football for the last month or so, and you came back in, just reading on on Twitter or about what. Seven o'clock last night, you would be convinced that Liverpool had drawn three all at home to uh, United yeah. instead of Sheffield United. Because, like, McBurney scores, and all it is is it's fucking corrupt. Liverpool, Liverpool, and you're like, it was Sheffield, Liverpool played yesterday. I was in the Ivy Gardens Hotel uh, while the United game was going on, right? Now, it's a lovely hotel, really mm. nice in, in Dublin City Centre. I was just having a glass of wine and some sweet potato fries, as you do, right? As, oh, as you do, just a little appetizer before Season. you go home, yeah, I may, and have the oh. Sunday roast, right? And um, really nice place. before I go home and order a curry. Exactly. <laughs> and I was just sitting there and I was enjoying things. Next minute, United scored. And this roar from nowhere comes up. So was, there was lads hiding around the corner, going mad. They started singing and everything, right? This is and then, <laughs> then they got the equal. Then went, did they go ahead 3-2? That yeah, was it where it was, right? And they were leaping on. And there must have been about 15. The amount of noise. I swear to God, I thought United had won the league. With the with the cheer and, and celebrating, they were going the on. The final whistle went, and, and they were no, but li- not even that. They were screaming, "We're back! We're back! We have this right!" And I was there going, "What?" <laughs> back. So I was there. Someone must have went to the shop, did they? I was sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, back. Half the staff were high fiving each other, and I'm there going. God. Did I miss it? When I went on holidays and ignored football for two weeks, did you know you get like 100 points? <laughs> they, won a, they won 14 on the 14 bounce. 14 on the bounce that when other teams were like away on international duty or something. If they had the any sense, they would have been hoping to lose. And then... Solskjaer goes yeah. and to me. get Pochettino in. Then Binny McBorney fucking pops up, bounces, does a ba- basketball dribble and bounces it into the net <laughs> with his knob and it was just like... <laughs> there was silence in the place. Yeah. You couldn't get a drink for love and money at that stage. Yeah. The staff were outside throwing themselves over walls. I can't say hanging themselves because like that's not it wouldn't be good on Twitter, like you know. Yeah. Really and, and it's all Liverpool's fault. Oh, yeah. it was crazy. Uh, they, like, yeah. yeah. Var, it was literally var, like, var, it was fault. I seen I seen the t- the tainted title, right? <laughs> then one fella said then one fella said um, well, if Liverpool win this league, they'll get no recognition of proper football fans. This is corrupt. This is from me, a City mm. fan, right? Yeah. Then it was like, um, 
Just give them, just give them the title. Paul Merson had a fucking breakdown. Ah, and do you know what the gas thing is? Like when you actually look back at it, and you seen this table, haven't you? Last week, yeah. Uh, Leicester VAR has ma- has made no effect on Liverpool's league position or points this yeah. season. No. Yeah, Leicester have had the most positive outcomes. Yeah. because of Leicester VAR decisions. Handle. Leicester would be three places back if it wasn't for VAR. Yeah. But so it's just mad. It's go on, Andy. Sorry. So about the VAR decision in the Liverpool game. Mm. See the way I did your segue for you. Cool, <laughs> Very good. Yeah. <laughs> that was an advancement in VAR technology this season. They start showing decisions being all. Uh, they start showing the decisions on the big screen. Yeah. And they finally applied the laws of the game, and they overturned the decision. And VAR was used as it was intended. To do so. Mm-hmm. Okay, parachutes ready. Boy, the things I go through to get on all on rates as low as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit penfed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. There was a foul on the box. If that mm-hmm. doesn't lead to a goal, there's a foul on the box. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what happens. When you foul on the box, there's a free out. So what is the controversy over? It was a clear foul. The referee was asked in one way or another, I don't know whether he was asked, if you've seen a foul, would you give a free kick? Or did you see any push on Lovren? Mm-hmm. And he said no. So therefore, it wasn't. It was a clear and obvious Error. It's he didn't see a foul in the box, so it was overturned. And that is the way VAR should be used. And it's only like about the third decision all year that's being overturned. You know, we're at we're gone past the third of the way into the season. It's only the, the third time that's happened. You should be seeing decisions overturned every single week because well, of the standard of refereeing. It's interesting that the, the Premier League managers went to a meeting about this probably ten days ago. Yeah, about VAR, and it looks like coming off the back of that meeting now they probably didn't go in and kick and scream but them having that meeting probably tells you that the referees federation or whatever they call themselves the lads down in Stockley house or whatever that's called Mm. and the Premier League themselves have decided we need to make an effort here and I don't like VAR now I like the idea of it I like the the, the involvement of VAR in the game I've no problem with the way it's been implemented has been an utter shambles and anyone that tells you different, I, I'll argue all night with them. But that was, like you said, an advancement in what they done. There was a, it was a positive step what they done there, and not just because it was in a game for Liverpool and it benefited Liverpool. Yeah. The fact I, I said this before VAR, before VAR, we watched the game and it was literally a referee making a decision in his own head, right? And yeah. we had to argue in pubs or argue yeah. here or whatever. And when VAR came in for all the technology and screens and whatever. All it was was two referees and they're in their own heads. Yeah. But now when you see it, something being shown on the screen, 
and the decision given, it is an advancement. I would have liked, I would like to see though, for argument's sake, like Phil said to us before we started, mic them up. Listen, the rugby union way yeah. of doing it is absolute perfection. Yeah. But I don't think we're ever going to get there. But I would like to see it come up on the screen and say, VAR, no goal, foul, IU on Lovren. Yeah. And then people are able to say, yeah. because there will still be people in the ground going, well, what, what, what's wrong with that? You know what I mean? And, and, and choosing not to see what's actually going on. But no, I agree. And I'm not a massive fan of it. But I, I think the weekend, the way it was done, yeah, it was a major advancement in, in, in the in the process as a whole. Look, it's it's VAR Mark 1. People have to give it a chance. Uh, my issue with it so far this season, it has nothing to do with the offsides. It's a black and white thing. Offsides are now being called correctly. VAR has sorted that out. But people think it's in the spirit of the game. Wait in a couple of minutes, it'll speed up. Next season, they'll be doing a lot quicker. VAR is supposed to change incorrect refereeing decisions. And mm-hmm. At the weekend, it did that mm-hmm. for one of the very one of the. I think it's the third time this season a decision is being overturned like that. Mm-hmm. And that that is the proper way it should be implemented. Um, Robbie, are you are you a fan of VAR as a concept? Forgetting about how it's kind of got I, to this point. In theory, I, I at the at the time when it was first talked about, I, I wasn't really. And yeah. then they brought it in the World Cup. Yeah, and I went all right. I thought I didn't think it was too bad in the World Cup. I didn't yeah. think there was that many controversial. In the World Cup, the referee has got to go to the screen. Exactly. That's the big That's what was coming on to there. That yeah. you know the referees aren't. They're not going, and it's, it's obviously the the lads in Stuffy Park are yeah. you know are trying to Stockdale protect. Manor we call it because <laughs> you can't remember the name. I trying yeah. to. Uh, you know that they're, they're trying not to overrule their mates. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, there's there's this arrogance that seems to exist yeah. amongst uh, the Premier League referees that they're too good for a decision to go against them. Exactly. But the simple thing is, if you didn't see something, then you haven't been overruled. Yeah. You've just been helped out make the correct decision. Yeah. yeah, and that's what happened. And anyone that has a problem with it, that's a fail. Everybody knows that's a fail. You have there's to be. To you have to be biased, or you, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, this crap of, 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 oh, he wasn't going to get to the ball. It's just bullshit, like, you know. Sure, when Aldum nearly, uh, when Aldum nearly gets a t- touch in it and he's in front of Lovren and Lovren's about a foot bigger than him. Yeah. When Aldum is the man that gets a touch in it. Yeah. He gets a touch in it before it comes near Lovren. Yeah. But that's not the point. No. The point is... There's a foul in the box. There's a foul in the box. It doesn't matter where you are. Look, I'll put it to this, Andy. If you're at the other end of the pitch as a forward, right... And yeah. a fella gives you a fucking dig on the halfway line. Yeah. And it's saying, yeah. yeah, he's getting sent off and you're getting a free kick on the halfway line. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So even if that corner comes in yeah. and I give you a smack in the head yeah. and they see it, I'm getting sent off and you're getting a free kick. It doesn't matter what's happening down the box. But that doesn't matter, Gar, does it? Because it's not against Liverpool. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And it doesn't fit into the conspiracy narrative. Well, I thought I spoke about, funny that push me and failed only about three or four weeks ago I spoke about pushes in the box from defenders and referees not doing nothing about it but shouldn't this all start sort of start fixing it hopefully yeah because if a forward is bailed to the ground in the box that it's a penalty the big one you'll see <coughs> ah, God, the, key, the key is consistency no, if, if, big... that, if, if that if decisions like them are employed consistently so if a push in the box results in a free or a penalty right mm. within the space of two weeks you won't see any more pushing and shoving yeah. going on in the box. Yeah. And that's that's the key. Like It, it was a brave and correct decision. Mm. You could argue, does it actually impact the play itself? So if um, your man shoves over Lovren, does it stop Lovren getting to the ball? And that's where, to me, is probably the only argument. 
is it directly impacting the, what has happened in the game itself? But the counter-argument is, if a referee is running along in the centre midfield and he sees another fella shoving a fella in the back, right, he gives a free out. Yeah. Whether the ball is in play or not, he just gives a free out because whether it's incidental or accidental, it's a free out. And that's simple as is, is that. So it, you're applying the same level of rules. If you flip it around and Lovren pushes you over... That's what you just said. Yeah, right? It's a penalty. But that's, it's, it's a penalty. Like, yeah. Every time it goes, it goes down to that. And so, you know, to me, it was the right decision. It's not the one that people like. It's not the one that people like, yeah. but it's the right decision. Yeah. But I don't really get this whole uh, love affair with City from everybody. Like, Man Ew. United fans. It's Ew. because it's Liverpool, Andy. It's, and there's <laughs> people out there, sorry, just, just on one thing Phil said there, it's about consistency and if it was flipped the other way. You've often seen a fella break through midfield, right? He's breaking with the ball and his mate goes running. And as he's running, the defender will clip him because mm. he knows he's not catching him first. And it goes on. And he, he comes back and he books him. Yeah. Now the argument could be, well, he was nowhere near the fucking ball. What difference does it make? You know what I mean? So there's your argument, plain and simple. Yeah, he, yeah, he might be 50 yards away in the ball, but he's making an attempt and it's you've a, stopped yeah. him. So that the big one for me would be, let's put it this way, if Liverpool played at Old Trafford next week and Origi is felled like he was felled mm. and it happens next week, yeah. what decision would happen? That's the next big one to look yeah. out for. You know, um, I mean, but, there's, there's, a, there's three points Liverpool would have had Oh, we'd be we'd be thirteen from thirteen. Yeah. yeah, there's no doubt about it. Because of our, uh, the only talking about consistency, uh, they're going to start showing decisions in grounds now. Of course, not every ground has a screen. Surely they Anfield should be shown. Yeah, I feel like using the scoreboard as the VAR. Yeah, you know, doesn't make a difference. There's, you can buy a massive television. Black Friday this weekend. It's ground glass. <laughs> <got a huge laughs> uh, stick it up anyway. Yeah, I mean, what would stop Liverpool from hanging a couple of seventy inches up? Plan of permission. Do you remember they looked for planning permission to put a joint jumbotron in the club and, was, and the, the Liverpool Council turned it down? Where? Put it where? But hang on. They were allowed to build onto Goodison and put a tank on top of their big shed. That was only to block out Anfield. Yeah. Because before they built it. And he said water. it was solar. But it, was, it was powering the turnstiles in the Bullens Street. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, uh, it was efficiency. But just you're saying about the love-in on City. Well, because of Liverpool... It. No, there is. There's a love in. And I don't see. It, I don't see it in the media. Not in the media. I see. I see. There's an anti-VAR campaign in the media across the board. It's get rid of VAR. It's rubbish. But they just need it because they need to sell their narratives outside of what what's going on, right? But there isn't. There's an actual, and you can see there's a malevolence that's coming towards Guardiola and his snidiness because he's not Excellent. winning. Yeah. His, his petulance. Because he isn't being able to catch Liverpool, yep. th- th- that's starting to eke out, and this is how it played out across Bayern. How it played out um, at Barca towards the end as well. He became very petulant when he wasn't winning and he wasn't getting his own way, and that's and the, the media turned him as well. And I will tell you one thing: this last season, of Klopp at Dortmund, Klopp and the press fell out of love for most of that season. It wasn't the friendly, happy Klopp that we see all the time. When things weren't going their way and they were asking him probing questions and he hadn't got the answers, he got very snidey and got very petulant with them and there was fake smiles and a lot of sneery, sneery smiles at the, at the press as well. And it's just the way managers who are used to winning and getting their own way. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, I think I think it's good when a manager can put uh, manners on the media, has the confidence, Kenny used to do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you knew that, didn't you? Uh, yeah, uh, Kenny. Kenny did it brilliantly. The media, the, he, he had the media. He, he had the media in his fist. He had. He, he was Kenny Mark won. Well, that's different. Kenny Mark won. Didn't take any shit off the. No, media. and that's fine. Kenny Mark two. Kenny Mark. <laughs> well, Kenny, Kenny Mark two had, <laughs> rightly so, massive 
problems with the media. Oh, uh, uh, am I right or wrong? I, I mean, think, you can't. I think Kenny had, was very justified in issues yeah, with the media. He, did, Daglish had massive he knows issues. what the media do. He knows what they're capable yeah, of. He yeah. knows what they're capable of making yeah. you do. He didn't play it very well. And the he best, the best, the well, best but managers. I, I see. I prefer. I didn't to like see the way he stood his ground. I prefer to see managers. Yeah, stand their ground. And Klopp does it very there's well. There's a way to stand your ground, and there's a way not to stand your ground. And if I was showing a video to managers how not to stand your ground, I'd stick a DVD on of Kenny in the eleven twelve season. Yeah, well, I think they they should be shown with nothing but or a belligerence when they go on like they do. They tried. They've tried it on with Klopp at various times. And he's cut them in half. And then you yeah. showed them the video Klopp and how Klopp puts them in in, in their place. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. If you want to show someone who can't handle media, Hodgson, because yeah. whenever things go against him, the petulance of that man <laughs> is just <laughs> off the charts. Yeah. Me. it's nearly, it's yeah. nearly, it's nearly, you can nearly admire it. Yeah, yeah, genuinely, you could, you know. But but to <laughs> fair, to <laughs> fair, but to <laughs> fair to him, he did say that the vote decision was what. Yeah. But did anyone know? You know, he have oil bags under me eyes, right? But you ever, he has bags under his fucking nostrils. Bags. Do you know what I mean? Bags you see him? Bags. He, like, you he know, he has bags under your eyes, right? These are, it's like, and someone else said it to me, it's like the top half of his head is melting. Yeah. And it's just going down, and the, the bags that should be under his eyes are like literally down, like, He's kind of end up looking like the Joker. Yeah. If the, if this gets down any lower, you know what I mean. He's a horrible, horrible looking. Since Ryanair man. changed their baggage policy, he's not allowed to fly with them. No, he's not. No. <laughs> I, love watching the him. I love watching him during uh, uh, games when he's just smiling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. He's just yeah. smiling, looking yeah. left. Yeah. Yeah. He's talking to himself. Yeah. yeah. He forgets where he is. Yeah. And he just smiles. Yeah. Yeah. He thinks he's in the backyard. I was down a board. You know, and then he just he thinks he's in a nursing home having tea and biscuits. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes, oh, "Fucking, oh, hold on, what the fuck's going on here?" Can I ask you a question, right? Go on. I don't know if it was on the agenda because you never sent it to me. But do you think that Allison's leggings make him look bigger or not? Well, it made him look huge for that chance at the end. That chance I had has at the end. I was like, "Oh, here we go." Nah, no. I just I keep seeing fucking flashbacks to Dimitri Korean every time I see him in those black leggings. <laughs> Probably well, I used like, to do it all the time. Right? And, and he has, Probably yeah. I used to wear tights. Oh, John Burns done it. Yeah. John Burns used Burns to do it. Uh, but nah, I'm not having it. Not, well, not with Alison. He's too tall. It's like he hit more clean sheets when he wasn't wearing bleeding tights. He should be wearing so normal I mean. tracksuit bottoms. <laughs> the grey ones, the grey, I mean? the grey yeah, cotton ones, and the body yeah. ones. Oh, you know, the pair of yeah. like the, the boards where you know those fucking leggings that look like jeans. Oh, jeggings. Yeah, you should have a black <laughs> pair of them. Black pair of them out of pennies, and he just has them on, and like and first of all, I'm gonna make myself look huge here, and second of all, you're gonna take one look, and go, what the fuck? <laughs> and just give Robinson the chance again to get back in. You know what I mean? Leather ones, Gav. Uh, no, that's for you. You're what just mad at the leather. Fuck him, you should walk in a fucking sofa and fucking chop. Snipping kitchen chairs all day. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they look pretty cool on him. I think, do you? Yeah. He's the best yeah. cook in the world and he just he can knows do what he, he wants. Do what he he's wants. not at the moment. Yeah. He is. He's not at the moment. He is. Who is? He's not at the moment. I'm, I, I'm, com- he still hasn't come back to full form since the injury. Ah, well, look, it'll take time, but listen, we're still winning games. You know what I mean? I, I completely agree we're still winning games, but there's still that 10% that he's off. It's just a very yeah, fractional well, amount. We'd have to wait. Which change table. which changes those goals that we conceded anyway, to the ones that you stopped last season. Do you know who's going mad? Who? Everton fans. <laughs> <laughs> ah, listen. Listen, had... can you believe like 
they went from singing with the Spores fans in the ground yeah. that we're going to have a party. Do you see your woman? Do you see your woman? Is the best. The other sitting there like the other was the best. The other sitting there and he's like, "There's a song by somebody." I just melt along to it, you know. And yeah, and like when you look across as as it pans across the crowd, you're going, "They really just look like fucking Everton fans." They just every one of them, like you know what I mean. Let's all remember How do you go from having such a great time yeah. to shouting at Bill? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill! <laughs> Bill! Look at me! <laughs> Bill! He's look at go, me! Bill. <laughs> you have to sack him, Bill! I can't you like, need to get back Moyes in! Ten years of everything for the boss improves. You don't need trophies to be a winner, back. but he is a winner! Ken, Ken Wright stand there just talking to another oh. fella and he's just like just talking away this dude off just helpfully Bill's just like, having a chat Bill does Bill listen if Bill got the first chance to get Moyes back in there he absolutely would but Bill Kenroy doesn't make the calls or everything anymore he's dying to get back in the car but but it's so fucking funny like and then like you know the way we go on about Arsenal fan TV which is still some of the best stuff in the world but the Everton stuff um, I think it was called True Blues or something like I can't remember what it was your man has his own YouTube channel and he's quite good actually he talks a lot of sense but he has a video from the Gladys Street end. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't watch it all right at the start. I just watched the first 10 seconds. It's like, Ooh. and then, and then, and then, like, well, there's thousands of them, but it just sounds like there's about eight of them doing it. And then I guess, ash, 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 ash. And I'm like, what the fuck are they saying? <laughs> Apparently they were shouting, ow, ow, ow. But it couldn't make any sense of it, you know? And then your man having a go with Bill was amazing. But uh, nah, fuck them. Like, you know what I mean? And then they're building a stadium, right? I can't get over this. I heard a fella saying today, this is the God honest truth. Now, I might be paraphrasing a little bit, so uh, don't quote me on it. But he turned around and he said, see that stadium? It's definitely happening. 100%. All you have to do, right? Wait for it. All you have to do is figure out a way of getting that water out of there. And, and making sure that the ground is hard enough to put the stadium on. The fucking oh thing God has God been apart for about 200 years. They're unreal. Cellar pumps. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. And, and I, I swear to God, I, I, the only plan they can have for this stadium is, right, First of all, Liverpool is an area, is a big enough area. They'd loads There's of loads of grass. There's, There's loads, loads of grass. Of right? And they went, like, they even looked at Liverpool muting the, the idea of putting ourselves in Stanley Park. And they went, well, the red shy fucking went to do that. So we're not doing it. Lads, yeah. it's the best option. Yeah. You literally move 100 yards. You're still where you are. But you're Gav, a big stadium. Gav, do you not think they thought? No, they done that. No, do you know, do you know what it was? What have Liverpool not thought? I tell you what they haven't thought putting a stadium in the sea (laughs) (laughs) and that's what it is the only thing I can think of and the only logical thing I can find from this is they've looked to America right and they've thought if Beckham's thing doesn't happen and it's not good and they're like you know there's problems over leasing stadiums and whatever else they can literally just inflate the fucking things underneath this stadium and just like a barge, just swing down around by Ireland and head out to America. <laughs> Land in Miami and go, listen, what tail I made for this. You, yeah. you, you don't have to put that in Like the weather thing in uh, Albert Dock. Yeah. 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 You know yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Why didn't we think of that? Yeah, I don't know. But like they have a big park there that Liverpool had permission and to build And there's no water in. in it. And there's no water in it. <laughs> and there's roads around it. Right? And like you can dig a hole and put concrete in it and it'll stay there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It won't disappear off like... 
you know, like I've just visions. Do you think it's because they got the land on the cheap? Like that. No it's, not land. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's not land. It's not land. You know, they'd be better off. Like when I fly over, me and Carl flew to Liverpool last year. Did you see when your man got out of the taxi and walked over and goes? Waiting to show you the everything ground over there. Look, oh, no. Waiting to show you this now. There you go. Look at that. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Look at that. They're just ready to go now. Genuinely, if they can just figure out a way of getting the Mersey out of the way, <laughs> <laughs> if they can reroute the Mersey River, they'll build a stadium. It's yeah. fucking insane. It's they are off their fucking trolley and. To make things better, right? When anything goes wrong, they just say, you fucking own the lava buildings. We're like, no, mate. You bought a floor on the lava buildings. You know what I mean? You rent her off somebody. We turned them blue. Remember they turned yeah. the lava boards blue? They're fucking mad. They're brilliant. And I hope they don't go down. I, I will do. say that. I don't want them to I go do, down. I do, because I want to see them. I want them to be the first underwater club in England. Like, literally. To build a dome in the water. I'm telling so you. So you don't need... You see, if you, they are going to call themselves the Everton Sharks or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to see if you build a dome around the ground. <laughs> Like SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you get you can get the yellow so here, you can get the blue submarine. It's instead of yeah. getting buses, you get the yeah. Albert Dock and all the fans get the blue submarine and they all get clap their hands as they're going along, having a party when they go underwater to the ground. Be great. They call them the seals, the Everton seals, they can all there clapping and booing and, and everything. Ah, uh, Gav, I don't know. I don't see what the, the issue is. To pay for the stadium, I think what what these hot is as well. Do you know the way you go on world tours? In the summer, like Liverpool go to Asia and they go to America and they get all this money, right? Well, they, the, the, the talk was that the council were going to pay for the stadium. Now, I think that's being knocked on the head okay. because that mayor is a head, it, headbanger, yeah. isn't he? Right, big Joe. Joe. Um, so, I think what they've done is they've said, listen, we have to pay for the stadium. We need to be filling this nearly 52 weeks of the year now. So, what we'll do is, in the summer, instead of us going to America or going to Asia, right, we'll bring us to Asia. So they're going to just tugboat this fucking thing around the world <laughs> and just pull up in like Oslo and go, right, we're here. Everyone in, 50,000. He's all always a tenner. How can they? Do you know what I mean? When they're the People's Club of Liverpool, they have no fans no, around the world. No, it doesn't matter. They've loads of fans in Norway. Don't be they minding don't, what they're telling don't. you. They don't. They don't have no fans around it's the world. It's brilliant anyway. But, and, and best of luck to them. I wish them all the luck in the future. Do you think, this could, going be, to fucking need it. Do you think this could be a model for other teams to build underwater <coughs> stadiums? That no, it's not. It's a, it's a model for nobody, Phil. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Is Mo Shiri real? Like, look how much Walker puts, right? Oh, going back to my point, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Carl were flying to Liverpool last year, right? On Ryanair, and we were flying on all the wind, you know, the wind turbines. Mm. And the first point I made was, there's going to be a serious accident in the Irish Sea because there's too many boats for a start, right? <laughs> it, it was packed with boats, right? <laughs> I'm not messing with you. In a ratio, a boat jam, ratio, like, ratio, like, say cars on motorways, there was way more boats than there would be cars on motorways. They were everywhere. Call and tell you. And the second thing was, we had a big discussion about how fucking hard. Yeah, there's too many boats. In the Have Irish you ever seen the Panama Canal? No, listen, there's too many boats. I'm telling you, fly over to Liverpool and just look down below you. You'll see it. You'll know what I'm talking about then. Right? But the second thing is, look how hard it is to put one of them wind turbines in the sea, right? Yeah. How hard is it? How hard do you reckon it is? Hard. Yeah. Right. Now imagine trying to do that with a stadium. Right. Mm. It's not just a fucking vertical thing you stand up. This is a stadium. <coughs> People what have to go away. Could you not use those wind turbines as stilts? Make a helicopter out of stadium. Make them a hurricane proof stadium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or could, you could be drilling for oil and see, but you know, when the ground is closed, 
Yeah. They could be drilling for oil and not telling anyone, hoping to hit the jackpot. Maybe. Spend another 500 million and. Do you reckon most year he reckons there's a lot of money underneath the Albert Duck? It's just mad, but I, listen, I've nothing more saying it. Uh, yeah, we could spend that the whole night slagging everything, but back to the real football team. Silva's getting sacked tonight, but And the Champions League, we've a chance to finish top of the group tomorrow, Wednesday, and make the last game a dead rubber. How significant is that? I mean, we can go from the Everton game to after Christmas playing Leicester with one important game, and that'd be against Watford at home. And it's the, absolutely I, huge that we win. Andy, I, I like your stupidity, but unfortunately, we are Liverpool and we don't do it the easy way. So, what, Ever. Do you think we'll get beat or a draw? We'll leave it open that the, that we'd have to get a result out of the last game. I'm not saying we get beaten, but the likelihood, as I say, we probably end up with a score or draw, and it's like we need to go and get a result against Leipzig or whatever they are, Red Bull, Salzburg, Salzburg, same team, just, just to top the group, though. Just the top of the group, but I, I still think we'll need to go. We'll, we'll need to go to Salzburg to prevent Salzburg getting a result and us to top the group or something stupid like that. It's just, it's no, just if we, that's if the we draw in Salzburg, win. If we lose in Salzburg, we go out. Yeah. Presuming Napoli win yeah. that other game. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. There will be there will be definitely something right in the last game because we don't do easy. It's twofold. You win that game Wednesday, you top a group, which is great. Don't dust it. The second thing is it gives you another midweek off on top of yeah. the Villa one. That's the big thing. That's what mate. That's the point they're making. No matter how many and club will definitely look at that. Yeah. Mm. No matter how many positive, find all the positives you can for this mad run we're on, and they probably are. We're going to send a twenty trees team to Villa. And they'll probably be the last game will be a dead rubber. And if you can make them both things happen, it's huge for us because the amount of games we have is yep. fucking colossal. Yeah. Mm. So like we have we've Brighton at home the weekend and Everton then at home, <laughs> and then <laughs> what? Which home? The underwater home? Or <laughs> <laughs> but it just it just means that in that in that big December run, like you're only kind of looking at after that you're only looking at the Watford game, which which is really meaningful. Bomb it away. Wofford at home. They're all meaningful. The next four is Brighton, Brighton, Everton, Bournemouth, Wofford before we go yeah. away to the, well, throw in the, the, the Champions League, but the four, next four league games yeah. is Brighton, Everton, Bournemouth, Wofford, three of them are at home. And it, but it's, af- it's after the Wofford game we play Salzburg, is it? Um, no, before. before. The, the Wednesday before. So, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a huge to beat Napoli, absolutely huge. Can nearly be looked at like could be nearly looked at a three week break as opposed to loads and loads and loads of games. But you look at it and you just it's constant, isn't it? Like Saturday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, you know, Saturday, Tuesday, whatever it is. But if you can take two games out of the equation, there, you're literally you're getting two weeks where you're just yeah. playing two games a week, and it's going to be huge. Like we're going we're, we're going to have to bleed guitar and all, like yeah, which is mad for me. I think they should do, do that sort of thing in the summer, but you can't because of. South American football, can't you know? So it kind of it takes out the conversation of making loads of changes. You know, we can't. We, can, we have to go full strength yeah. as possible. Yeah. Just like we did at the weekend. Just like we will have to on Wednesday, and we'll have to do it at the weekend again. Gar, that was full strength. Full strength. Moment, yeah. Without Salah comes back in, doesn't he? Yeah. Does any change in midfield? Does Milner come in? Milner for Henderson maybe would be the only one you really say. Robbie? No, I agree. And the back four are the back four. And I wouldn't so I'd go all out, get try and get this win. It is so important. I think we have to 
So get through, get through these kind of four or five really important games. Yeah. That I mean, it's going to really define the season. If we can get to the second half of the season with this gap or a bigger gap even, but with, with teams around us, <clears throat> I know Leicester probably have a few. I think they've they've run a handy games, but City look likely to at least have one draw, <coughs> if not two draws, in their next four late games. Just like last year. Well, not really. Just like last year. Not <coughs> like last year. It is. It's w- so. Way more likely to drop points to sign the next four than City. If you've got big games in front of you and you know what you have to do to win, you know you know what you're needing to do to keep pace, right? It sort of spurs you on. That's just what, and that's what they did last year to catch up with us. That's that's what the form is. That's what the whole thing is. At the moment, you look at how Pep is playing it down. He's saying already the Premier League is gone. There's, there, he's taken all the pressure off his team. Right? So you you reckon by the time we play, we play Leicester straight after City played them. Yeah. I think you think that City be closer to us. It depends on on what the do they play a match where we play over in they play Leicester potentially yeah it, it depends on how that run of four games I agree with you that the, I think getting twelve points out of twelve in those four games is a big ask but I think if you get twelve points out of twelve in those four games leading up to the Leicester game then you're in a phenomenal position for heading into the second stage of the, se- of the season and like going back to what we're talking about Formula we've been pretty shit for the first half of the season but we've won loads of matches right it's what United have done for years it's what Arsenal did for years when they were winning titles we've won them it's, in loads of different ways but it's what Chelsea have done for years when they were winning titles under Mourinho it's what City have done City were on that mad run last the, the year before last where they won the same amount of points over the same amount of games right yet they weren't playing spectacularly well you remember Sterling was scoring goals against Bournemouth in the 99th minute and all this type of stuff but that's what teams that win the league do you don't want to be the team that's on fire at this moment in time we want to be the team that's on fire when it comes around to March with a lead and then you hit form and you just literally power drive your way through to the end of the season and no, you, you don't, there's not even a second thought about it you just literally open up your legs from March onwards but to get there you need to make sure that you keep putting your points away and if that means you have to do scrappy 1-0s or scrappy 2-1s or whatever it is to get there you fucking take them you grab them you stick them in the bag and you run away the, the Napoli one set you up it genuinely set you up because like I'm, I'm looking through again looking through the fixtures here right so you have you have Napoli on Wednesday alright you go, you're home to Brighton, you're home to Everton, you're away to Bournemouth, right? That's fine. But if you beat Napoli, the Salzburg game then is dead rubber. Dead rubber, right? So then you play Watford at home. Okay, the Villa game in the League Cup is the under-23 squad, so don't worry about it. We go off to Qatar, a game against West Ham is called off due to that. We come back. Now, when we come back, on the, we play on the 26th of December away to Leicester, right? Mm. But the next games after that is Leicester away, Wolves home, Sheffield United Sheffield. at home. And that brings us through to the 2nd of January. So if you if you're able to navigate that amount, you know that's probably what seven, eight, eight league games. No, sorry, seven league games. Right between now and the second of mm. January, if you were able to navigate that because you've beaten Napoli and pushed Salzburg out of yeah. the way, it's a massive thing. Because say for argument's sake, you went them take them seven games and you win six and draw one. Yeah, right. You've taken nineteen out of twenty one. You can't see your gap being any any less than eight, nine, no. ten points. Yeah. And as well as that you will have a game in hand because you've missed the West Ham one and Leicester have played City in that time as well. Yeah. You know? Now, it does toughen up after that. Like, you, after that, you, you're away to Spurs, home to United, away to Wolves, you know, and then it, it, there's a couple more games in there. But the, the thing about it is, is I think that the, the game on Wednesday is just absolutely massive. Massive for what we're looking yeah. to do over I think the next, so too. I mean, I think it's, it's season the fine and when you talk, when 
when people talked about our start, when I'm saying like we won the first five or six games, everybody kept looking to this World Club Championships. If we can at least get one game out of the way, that means fucking nothing. And then we have a Carabao Cup game that means nothing. Mm. And then we have a couple of games over there which we can rotate. I know mm. the travelling's going to take us tall. But it's, it is, it's season defining and stuff. I think if we're standing, if we're, they're nine points ahead of City in early January. If you're six points ahead of City in early January, it's a fucking huge lead where you've played the same amount of games. Yeah. The problem we had last year was that we, 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 we had that gap that they knew they could close. Whereas if yeah. they can't, if, if there isn't games in hand and they can't close that gap, yeah. mentally, that's a huge thing. They're relying on us to fuck up. And to be fair, even if we're tired through January and we drop, we, we, we drop points in two or three. I'm not expecting us to lose two or three games. You might give up four points. You might come back a bit to them to what's there. But once the games are played, they won't have an opportunity to catch us. Even if they beat us, they'll still be behind us. And that, to me, is where the difference about getting over these four games and saying to yourself, right, we know the hump. And in my head, there's almost a feeling you can see in the team. And if I was in the players, you were saying, once we get through these four games, let's get the results on the board. There'll almost be a release of some pressure off their back to say fuck it we, we've got here and we've arrived mm. at the point where we know that if we do what we do all the time we're going to kick on and we're going to have a mm. big finish and that, that that's that's where the mentality kicks in a lot gets made over lead last year right other fans especially but we lived it and we were seven points ahead of them but they had a game in hand yeah, correct when we won early on Saturday or earlier than they did on Saturday we were 12 points ahead of them mm-hmm. with a game in hand mm-hmm. It's much bigger. And we are going into the City game that, that week. We were seven points ahead. So they could, we could have went ten points ahead, but they cut their lead to four, to four points with a game in hand. It, that's not a lead. No. What we have now is a lead. And they look dodgy. Right? I know Agu- what Aguero, you're saying. Aguero's out for two months now. Yeah, two days probably. A day. You know, but... <laughs> but they still, they, still have the energy, they still have the energy to Laporte and they, they are struggling. They're not near as convincing. I thought... Chelsea were worthy of a point. Well, I think people in, in, in the, I think in people the same way. They're off very, very easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, I, I the, the, difference, the difference there, Gav, is it's not so much this time of the season, it's the March time of the season where the whole toll of the season is taken out. It's how deep your squad is at that point. If yeah. you look at it, we've always picked up injuries in the running. City have picked up injuries and how you cope. I think Leicester have a very good 12. Mm. And once you go beyond the 12, the quality drop off is massive. Yeah. Once they have to, unless they get incredibly lucky with injuries and don't pick up any long, like say four or six weekers to any of their crucial players, right? Mm. They, that's when that's when the depth part comes in. And if you look at us, we've already dealt with an eight week stint where we didn't have our goalkeeper, right? The oh, only, yeah. the only, if if Salah was out for a couple of weeks, I think we could get through it. If Mane's out for a couple of weeks, we can get through it. If you know, th- there is options there for us, but it's not a game changer. Whereas if yeah. Leicester lose Vardy, let's say for six weeks. It's going to have a direct impact yeah. on their goals. Yeah. If they lose, Robbie, it's 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 no disrespect to Leicester to be more worried about City. If Leicester were a couple of points behind us and City were six points behind us, is it? I mean, City are our biggest threat. Yeah, they are the biggest threat. Like I mean, yeah. last last year, I mean, they 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 never gave. They're on our coattails all the time. Never gave yeah. up and. You, you don't know what this Leicester team though yeah. you know well, we know, you know, they're, we know. We they're know. playing really well yeah. they, they're playing good football the lack of pressure they don't on them have European lots. football yeah. Yeah, the, lack of pressure, the lack of pressure yeah. on them is the yeah. big thing for me isn't it? it goes unnoticed a bit. <coughs> it goes under the yeah. radar you know young team 
young enough team, and I know Barv probably Vardy, Wes Morgan, Johnny Evans, a few in there, but the likes of um, Thielemans and mm. Harvey Barnes and, and Madison and things like that, they go under the radar, they, they play with confidence, they've nothing to lose, you know, yeah. and that can get you... That nearly got Liverpool a title in 2014. Yeah, we'll be European football. You know, yeah. and they don't have any... They don't have any distractions. And yeah. if they get into the first week in January, the second week in January, where the FA Cup comes in, and they're even eight, ten points off us, they'll just knock that FA Cup on the head mm. and say to themselves, like, you know, now having said that, if they were ten points point top, we're not catching them. But United and Spurs are turned around a bit. They might not... Or if they're miles ahead of them, they might just go, no, we, we'll not... You know, we play the FA Cup and play on its merits but they're still looking at this season hoping they finish uh, oh, top they're, they're four, finish yeah, top yeah. four but you never know where they can take it Andy the mm. year they won the league yeah, yeah. you know mm. you don't know where they can take it arguably they're, they're a better first 11 than they had when they won absolutely. the league yeah. Yeah. absolutely yeah. absolutely but in fairness the, other, the rest of the league aren't going around like absolute idiots like they were back then that's true you know yeah. I think they've a, they've a better manager with a, bit, with a, with a plan as well mm. yeah no I think he's going to do very well there and I think he'll get it I think I think in 18 months time I don't think Rogers will be there I think he'll be the next sports manager but that's for another day uh, No Mourinho got that job No 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 he won't be there then Arsenal are big fans of, of Rogers. Arsenal are big fans of Rogers. Yeah they also love uh, Eddie Howe Yeah That's okay. because the Eddie Howe's a myth Eddie What's, Howe's a fucking myth Can we finish Eddie Howe's a myth on the Anfield The Anfield upgrade Yeah The screen Well I just wanted to get your thoughts on it because I know like you go over a good bit and I know a couple of lads here go over a good bit as well. Like, do you reckon they'll just build the Anfield Road in and just it'll just be a big screen? Yeah. Like, do you, can you see the attendance going from 54 now to probably 40? Well, as, as, we know, as we know, there's a there's a um, a logistical issue with transport to and from the ground and bringing over 60,000. Mm-hmm. So, what I heard they're doing is converting the Echo Arena into mm. the new Anfield Road end. Right. And it'll be just a screen. Yeah. So you could just sit in the Echo Arena. Yeah. But you'd be like being in Anfield. Yeah. A lot of VR headsets. Yeah. Right, that sounds good, yeah. yeah. Be up for that. And they'd be able to show VR decisions on the big screen because you don't have a screen. So it's hard to... It doubles up. Doubles up. Right. Yeah. And it wouldn't interfere with the connection coming off fucking Everton's ground. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> like, if Everton's ground sales boy during the match, <laughs> would we lose, like, the connection? The frequency no. frequency would be bad. We're going to rent out the ground to Everton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for $1. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Sports Social Podcast Network.